Stadia has a connect. Pokemon stuff, there's THQ Nordic stuff, there's a ton of shit. Let's jump into it. <laughs> <laughs> What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 77 of Diggity Podcast. I'm Jeff James. With me, as always, is the incredible Luscious Brody Falls. How are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well, too. A lot of news. A lot of news. A lot of news to jump into, if you couldn't tell from that intro already. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Keep up the date on the news, guys, by following us on Instagram and Twitter, at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube channel name is Diggity. And subscribe to our podcast if this is the first time you're ever listening to it, whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Hit the follow or the subscribe button, depending on the platform you're on, and you always get notified of a new episode when it goes up. And with that, dude, let's jump into Diggity Deals before we jump into the news. All right, man. So for the Nintendo Switch, you can get My Friend Pedro, which has been an indie radar game for us in the past. Uh, You can get it for 15% off as a pre-order bonus. Uh, The release date for My Friend Pedro is June 20th. Uh, For Xbox, you can get Rainbow Six Siege Deluxe Edition for $12 on the Xbox Store. And for PlayStation 4, the Days of Play is going on. And there's a shitload of deals here, but I just kind of picked out some highlights. Uh, so you can get Detroit Become Human for $7.99, which is normally $19.99. Uh, you can get Dragon Ball Fighter Z for $17.99, which is normally $59.99. You can get GTA V for $14.99. Uh, which is normally twenty nine ninety nine. Just in case you somehow don't already own that game, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure everybody does. Yes. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition for nine ninety nine, which is normally nineteen ninety nine. Uh, Marvel Spider Man nineteen ninety nine, which is normally thirty nine ninety nine, and uh, the DLC for Spider Man is also on sale, which I will be picking up. Hell yeah. Uh, and Rainbow Six Siege Deluxe Edition for eleven ninety nine, same price as on Xbox, uh, which is normally thirty nine ninety nine. So some really good deals there. There's a whole list of games that are on sale right now. Um, go check it out for sure. Sweet. All right, into the news. Uh, THQ Nordic is announcing three new games over the next three days. And so, so far, THQ Nordic has made two of those three announcements, with the third one coming sometime today, after this episode is out. Uh, The first of the announcements was SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, a remake of a game from 2003 that was released on the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, which I fondly remember playing with my brother all the time. Uh, There are also different versions of the game for PC and Game Boy Advance. Um, the second announcement was Darksiders Genesis, what appears to be a spin-off game from the Darksiders series, and the game has a similar top-down feel to Diablo and features the fourth... Oh, my God. The fourth horseman. I, I mixed up fourth and horse. Damn it. The fourth <laughs> horseman. Strife. Um, so, uh, solid, too. The SpongeBob thing. Did you know that, you know, SpongeBob's not on the air anymore? Like, not, like right. new episodes. But there's a spin-off. To Spongebob oh, really? coming out. A 10-year-old Spongebob. Really? Mm-hmm. That's odd. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, like a like a 10-year-old Spongebob. Like before Spongebob. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, I, 
Dude, the 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 SpongeBob announcement was out of fucking nowhere. I was really not expecting that. It's a great no. game. I had a blast yeah. with it on GameCube. I don't know if I'll have a blast with it now. I remember playing the absolute shit out of that game. I loved it. I played it on GameCube back back when it came out. Um, was it really that yeah, good I don't, though? I don't th- or was it the fact I, that it I, was just SpongeBob? I think it was just the fact that it was SpongeBob. I do remember having a lot of fun playing it, but I don't I like you said, I don't think I'd have any fun playing it now. <laughs> but I I also don't know if I'm the target audience here. Then again, it's also THQ Nordic, so I don't know if they know who their target audience is. <laughs> They're just putting everything out. Yeah, hey, we could uh, fucking do that. We could own that. Let's just put that out there. That'd be great. Yeah, pretty much. Uh the Darksiders game um, I don't know. I I'm not a huge top-down kind of game I. player, I guess. Um, but a lot of people were kind of upset that Strife is not getting his own individual game because I mean you've had the the other three that have included the first three Horsemen, so you would think that Strife would get his own game, which I'm sure it will come. And this is just a spinoff to fill in the gap, I would imagine, between Darksiders three and Darksiders four. Didn't Darksiders three not do so hot? I did okay, nothing crazy. Um, Maybe they got to build that IP up I, a little I bit think, more, you know, again, and get people yeah. used to it. Because there's a big jump like, of time, right, from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a huge gap. Um, so I would think that if they want Darksiders 4 to do well, they're going to have to really kind of turn the series on its head a little bit and make some big innovations to make it kind of more modern, I guess. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever really gotten into the Darksider series, but it's definitely a uh, product of its time, and I feel like that time has come and gone at this point. Well, cool. Uh, so today there was a huge announcement from Bungie. Uh, they did released a Vidoc um, for the next expansion, which is called Shadowkeep. Uh, prior to the release of this video, a large gaming website released their article a bit early <laughs> and it got leaked and then it got pulled and now uh now i mean the whole internet caught it before it got pulled leaked anyway, so. in quotations right leaked kind of um <laughs> but anyway it it really generated a lot of positive buzz around destiny and i honestly think it probably made this vidoc do even better than what it would no, have for done sure, yeah. by itself uh so honestly it might have been a re, uh, or a uh, a forced leak to generate a little buzz who knows but anyway the highlights from the vidoc uh bungie has finally accepted that destiny is an action mmo and they are embracing the RPG elements that come with that. So before they kind of tried to walk this line of it being a first-person shooter and an MMO of sorts, and now it seems like they're finally going to jump into, you know, hey, it's, it is an RPG, it is an MMO, and we're just going to fully embrace that. Uh, so cross-save will also be available on all platforms, which at the time of the leak, it was un confirmed and during stadia's uh presentation they they showed off destiny and showed that uh, cross saves were going to be available uh for the game but it said at the bottom uh, not on playstation waiting for playstation's um 
approval or whatever. Oh, God. And so uh, PlayStation actually tweeted out that they have approved it, and so it will be on Xbox, PlayStation 4, Stadia, and PC. So this is awesome, especially for people who want to just try a new uh, a new um, platform. <laughs> I lost my word. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so the game is actually going free-to-play, kind of. Uh, the base Destiny 2 plus the first two expansions will be free-to-play, and we'll be under the a new title, uh, which is Destiny 2 New Light. Um, from here, you still have to buy any DLCs that you want other than what's included in New Light. You have to buy so weapons? Have to buy... What's that? You know, so aside from the other currency that you could buy to begin with, there's no, like, you don't have to buy, like, weapons and other shit, right? Like, it's just... No. There's just the no, one currency but... that you could buy. Well, no, 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 no. This is... Uh... The, the DLC is, I mean, actual, like, expansions on the game. They're not not microtransactions or anything like that. So, but wasn't there, uh, wasn't there a currency in-game that you could... Yes, yes. So that's staying. That will but stay, But then there's yes. nothing else that's being added as a microtransaction for the free version. Except so for DLC, except for the expansions. That's it. Right. That's why. So it'll still... From what we know so far, it'll still have the microtransactions, which allowed you to buy shaders and armor and emotes and things like that. But there will also still, like, if you want to play Forsaken, um, which was the big DLC from from last year, um, you you would still have to purchase that. And then also the Season Pass, which has different events and things that happen throughout the year, you'd still have to purchase that. And then also the new expansion... Uh, you'll have to purchase. So there will be a season pass, which they already had. It's nothing new. Right, right. Uh, the microtransactions, which are your emotes and things like that, and then uh, the revenue that they would generate from the DLC. But I think at this point in Destiny's life, uh, it makes sense. I, it makes sense to go free-to-play with the base. Yo, and then sure. the two first expansions, which uh, most people didn't really care for. The second one was better, but the, the first one really sucked. Like, a lot of people hated it, so... Uh, I think this is a really, really smart move. Uh, but the Forsaken DLC and the Year 2 Season Pass will now be bundled together for $40, uh, which is, honestly, for the content there, that's that's a fucking steal, especially once the game goes free-to-play. Uh, Shadow Keep, which is the new expansion that will be coming out here soon-ish, <laughs> I guess. Hmm. Uh, it will release on September 17th and will cost $35. Uh, this expansion will be entirely standalone from the other DLC campaigns and will not require you to purchase any of the other DLCs, which has been a huge complaint in the past for Bungie. Basically, to do anything in the new expansion, you had to have all the expansions before it, and so you would have to purchase either a complete edition or go through and buy each individual DLC. Giant, giant split of the player base. People fucking hated it. And I think this is kind of their way of showing that that was an Activision thing from when they were under Activision and they're trying to show like, hey, we're not we're not doing that anymore. Um, and, and I think they're really trying to prove that Activision was holding them back from doing what they wanted to with Destiny. Yeah. Try not to tarnish um, the name, trying to save it, it would seem. Right. And Shadowkeep has been kind of described as being creepy and eerie like a just a very different vibe mm-hmm. um the the return of eris which is one of the characters from the game if you've played it um kind of sets the tone for the expansion because she's kind of creepy and weird and like 
bleeds black from the eyes and it it yeah <laughs> never a good sign and we're going back to the moon which is cool i'm excited to go back to the moon which was a location in destiny one um and it this is just a recap of the the vidoc uh if if you play the game or are looking to get into the game when it goes free to play absolutely go and watch this video it's 15 i think it's like 14 minutes long or something uh really kind of shows it, i mean it's well done and it really shows the direction that Bungie wants to take to, uh, Destiny going forward mm -hmm. and what they really want to do with the series. And definitely uh, when we first reported that Activision and Bungie were splitting ways, it was a big question at the time of, you know, was Activision really holding Bungie back or was Bungie holding Bungie back and blaming it on Activision? Right, 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 right. And uh, th this video absolutely shows that, uh, at least for now, they they have the right vision in mind. So humble, that could obviously change. Humble brags too. We said this shit was going free to play. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We did not uh, so humble brags, but <laughs> motherfuckers, we uh, said it was it. going free to play and it went free to play. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited. I've been wanting to get into this on PC because I have a couple of buddies that play it on PC, but I already own it on Xbox and PlayStation, so I could yeah. I couldn't bring myself to buy it again. So now you can play um, for free. And so now once it goes free to play, I think I'll probably pick up the new DLC and yeah. be good to go. I think if you even if you played this before even on console and you were you just kind of got nah, not not with it and then Forsaken came out like you said everyone's just kind of like meh. um the fact that this has gone free to play, I mean, there's gonna be so many fucking people trying this thing out. I still think it's worth jumping onto it, even if you kind of got deterred from it after playing, you know, a decent couple of couple of hours into the game. If it still kind of threw you oh, off absolutely. a little bit, I think it's worth worth jumping back to. Cool. And it's funny because I was actually talking to my one of my buddies that plays on PC earlier this week, and I was like, "Man, I don't really want to pick this up because I don't want to start over again. I've already played through the campaign like five times now, and I just don't want to do it again. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's exhausted at this point. And sure enough, they're doing the uh, the cross saves, which will be a lifesaver in that moment, and I don't have to play through the story again, which it's a great story, but I I just don't want to do it again. <laughs> No, I agree with you. Let's uh, let's talk Stadia. Stadia had their first ever, you know, Connect is what they call it, the Stadia Connect, which is a Nintendo Direct essentially. Um, <laughs> I only do that because Nintendo Direct, Nintendo was ahead of their time when they did that. But they really set the bar for that. Yeah, they absolutely time. did. Um, yet another big announcement that ruined got ruined by a leak just before the official reveal. Which I'm really hoping this isn't the theme of E3 this year. Oh, I know. Because um, I, I fucking hate, like, I don't I don't want to see this stuff early. I want to see, you know, Phil Spencer up there announcing the new Xbox. Like, you know, what, two years ago, the Xbox One S was completely leaked, you yeah. know, before it went up. Um, tons of games the, got leaked. I just, I don't want to fucking see that stuff. The worst part is we can't really go radio silent because... We run a gaming podcast. Right, so yeah. <laughs> going radio silent means we're behind the curve here, and uh, then we can't get news out to you guys. So it might get spoiled before we get to watch it and react to it live. So that blows. Hopefully not. Hopefully yeah, not. Hopefully not. Um, so I'm just going to go through the highlights of the live stream, and it's going to be a little lengthy here, and then we'll kind of go through um, our thoughts on it because um, I think mine are a little bit not 
too far off, but I think I've got a little bit of hope. Um, so uh, just as we assumed, uh, it'll be a subscription service that will run you $9.99 per month and will be called Stadia Pro. So obviously they're opening up with Stadia Pro, and I'm assuming there's going to be different tiers. Um, but that they didn't really get into that. They kind of just showed Stadia Pro, and then they showed Stadia Founders Edition. And the Founders Edition, they didn't give a price on it, but it came with a Chromecast Ultra and a night blue controller. And you also get uh, three months free of Stadia Pro, and you get a buddy card for, for that as well. Um, if you have download speeds, um, or sorry, it'll include uh, some free content and discount on what you choose to purchase. From, from, from what was shown, a lot of games will still need to be purchased, which is kind of like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, right. If you have download speeds of at least 35 megabytes per second, Stadia Pro allows you to stream games at 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, with also important to note 5.1 surround sound because that really matters to a lot of people out there. Uh, the service requires a bare minimum of 10 megabytes per second though, which is actually pretty low. I mean, holy shit, you get 5G working on yeah. your phone and there you go, you're fine. Um, <laughs> a Stadia-based plan will launch at some point. Uh, this plan will be free, but it will only give you a resolution of 1080p. Uh, Stadia is set to launch at some point in November in 14 countries with plans to expand to more countries in 2020. The 14 countries as listed were Belgium, Canada, shout out, uh, Denmark, Finland, <laughs> France, Germany, Italy, Ireland, the Netherlands, uh, Norway, Spain, Sweden, the UK, and of course the US of A. Uh, so far the list of games officially announced for the launch of Stadia are, prepare yourself, yeah. Bandai Namco up. presents Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Bethesda will bring Doom Eternal, Doom 2016, Rage 2, The Elder Scrolls Online, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, Bungie will be bringing Destiny 2 with all the DLC and all the shit that we just announced previously. Uh, Capcom, we don't fucking know. Coat Sync will bring a, a game called Get Packed, which looks pretty fun. It's a couch co-op party game. Codemasters will be bringing Grid. Deep Silver will be bringing Metro Exodus. Drool will be bringing a game called Thumper. Electronic Arts, we have no idea. I'm assuming it's mostly the sports side of things. Uh, Giant Software will be bringing Farming Simulator 19. Fuck yeah. Larian Studios will be bringing Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Enway Games will be bringing Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Rockstar, we have no idea. I'm assuming it's going to be Red Dead and the next Grand Theft Auto. Sega will be bringing Football Manager. SNK is bringing Samurai Showdown. Square Enix is bringing Final Fantasy 15 or 14. Fuck that V. Oh no, it's a 15. Is it 15? That's right. Yeah. 14. There's an I in front of it. Yes. God, no wonder. It'd be, no it'd be XIV. fucking wonder the Roman Empire <laughs> fell. Uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, 2K Games, we bring NBA 2K and Borderlands 3, which that's huge. Uh, Tequila Works is bringing a game called Guilt, which is awesome. It looked yeah. wonderful. It looked like a Tim Burton uh, yeah, it looks film. Really, it's really pretty cool. interesting. Uh, Warner Brothers will be bringing Mortal Kombat 11. THQ will bring Darksiders Genesis and Ubisoft will bring Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Just Dance, uh, the newest one, Ooh. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, The Division 2, Trials Rising, and The Crew 2. 
Whew, take a breath. Uh, if you want Stadia at launch, you'll have to purchase the Stadia Founders Bundle, like I said before. I'll just recap. The bundle includes the Night Blue Stadia Controller, three months of Stadia Pro, Chromecast Ultra, and a Buddy Pass, which basically is a trial to give to a buddy so that they can try it and hopefully fucking pay for it. Uh, as far as the streaming is to a smartphone goes, you'll be restricted to a Pixel 3 and 3A devices for now, but he did hint that they will bring, bring other smartphones online later. Hard to Which, know. Hard to know what kind of yeah. features might be left out of that, though. Um, right. Interesting thing of this: only one game showcased kind of the whole Stadia streaming thing, which was Breakpoint, which showcased, mm-hmm. you know, you're basically your buddies. You can see where they're at in the game live while you're playing your game, which kind of helped for like tactical things, but also was kind of like yeah. cheating. I feel like I actually enjoy when it's like over the radio and I can just talk to you like, you know, through live party chat. Yes, yeah, so I just fucking Except for our communication filter. sucks. Except for, yeah, where are you? I'm at a tree. Right. I don't know. There's, there's a tree. 50 fucking there's a rock. trees, bro. Craig's over there running into a wall. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, You know, every the consensus on this was people basically think that there's no reason to buy it. I disagree. I think I, I don't it, it depends the main thing here is the ability to play it on anything right right yeah and so if if you're somebody who is you know out and about and wants to play a game on their phone and wants to play something legit you know play a, a real fucking game rather than you know candy crush whatever the fuck we're on now. I, I don't know. They have like a fucking Soto one and everything else. But anyway, <laughs> if you want to play like Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the go, take it with you kind of thing. Um, I think it for $10 a month, honestly, that's not bad. It, mm-hmm. it offers a lot of versatility. Um, and there's a lot of games here. The, the big thing is what games are going to be included um, rather than what you actually have to purchase on top of it. I mean, what you, what your free games are, right? right. Um, so, I think at this point, it's still hard to say. I, I think there still needs to be quite a bit announced to say whether I completely agree with the service or think I will get it. Um, but currently, for me, it I, I don't think I'd use it enough for $10 a month, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I'm not... I'm not this. I, I don't have the same situation as other people, and uh, sure. So it, it's very much a case by case kind of thing, I think. But I I think it seems like it's going to be good. It seems like it's going to be successful, and even the free version of it for 1080p. Holy I shit! I mean, fuck. If you're playing on your phone, who gives a shit? Like, play it in 1080p. Who cares? I know. Um, yeah. Um. I think something that people are so people. I saw a lot of uh, different uh, YouTubers and different gaming sites focus on the fact that you still have to buy the game. And I mean, for nine 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 a month, there's no fucking way they'd ever get games on their on their thing, right? And and there's not, not have to purchase there, them. So right. I was expecting to have to purchase things. The the thing people are trying yeah. to compare this to is Game Pass, and I don't think that's the right it's thing. It's not quite the same. Well, it's, no. I think it's it's nothing at all like it. I, what it is right. is the fact of, you know, 9.99 a month, so it, that's it's 120 bucks a year, okay? Mhm. We have no fucking idea what the price is of the next consoles. We know there's going to be boxes for Sony and for yeah. uh, for Sony and for Microsoft. So, right. 
if those come out to be five hundred fucking dollars, and this has nearly all the games except for exclusives, which every console has that issue where Sony only has Sony's and Microsoft is Microsoft, then this is fucking worth it to a lot of people, man. This is a this is a easy way to sneak in. If there's some sticker shock from any one of these companies, right? Because keep in mind we're doing pretty good as an economy. So yeah. in my mind, I feel like the the bets of of Sony and Microsoft coming out with something that is a lot more expensive than what the last generation was and it being acceptable will probably stick and probably be okay. Because of, like we've talked many times on this about how a cell phone now, you know, a smartphone is a thousand dollars. Like that yeah. that's just a common fucking price now. Right? And I feel like if these are in the five hundred dollars and up range, this makes sense. Like this this absolutely has a place that's not worthless. Like some people are saying, fuck, man, it, it's not meant for who has a fucking Xbox and a PlayStation right now. They don't give a shit about that. If someone doesn't have right. one right now, cool, they'll, they'll swipe them up. This is supposed to be a fucking sneak in after they get the sticker shock of the other shit and someone goes, no, fuck you. I can play Borderlands on this. I don't have to. Here's the thing, right, is if somebody just wants to play like we're fu- we're huge gamers. The people who listen to this podcast are generally speaking pretty decent gamers, right? For all of us, there are is the general public that looks forward to like four or five games a year, and they just play the shit out of those games. If those games right. exist on Stadia, there's no fucking reason for them to go spend $500 in one shot on a console no. when they can be like, cool, I just want to play shit ton of Borderlands 3. Cool, I'm going to end my subscription. going to come back in two months and play the next fucking Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's that it's ingenious, right? And why? We'll, oh, yeah. And we'll have to see what this xCloud shit is all about because if xCloud does this right I don't understand mm-hmm. what the point of a box would be I would assume that xCloud can't do this yet because it would just sabotage the, the console hardware sale but I, I mean I, I see a use in this I don't think this is like there's some good fucking games in this Oh yeah, it's a console um, without a box that's it for me, and I, we've kind of talked about this before, but it's been a while since we've talked about it. Um, I think xCloud, uh, I'll, I'll re- I still stand at the same place I did. So if you've already heard it, I guess you can kind of tune me out for a minute. But for our new listeners, I think that xCloud is going to release with the next console and maybe even late of, on this console. And it's going to be a test run. And then halfway through the console generation, the next upgrade is going to be your your big xCloud pushing console where it is all streaming. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're still a few years away from it being such a consistent thing, I guess. Because if you look here, a, a lot of these games are single-player games, if you noticed. I mean, there are some multiplayer. you got like Destiny 2 and things like mm-hmm. that. And that's going to be where it's going to be interesting to see how it does because you're going to have uh, people streaming, which for a single player game, that input lag isn't really as vital. Right. But uh, once you're talking about, you know, a, a multiplayer game and you're streaming to your phone and playing people in, you know, call of duty or whatever, it, it becomes a very, very different thing. Um, but I, I still think we're a couple years away. I know Stadia is getting out there, but I, I think Xbox has, a grand scheme here mm-hmm. and I think uh, I think it will be something that will be around early on and I also, in the next console generation I think we're actually even going to see it at the end of Xbox One like I said 
Um, but I think it's going to be like two or three years into the Xbox Two's life cycle that we're really going to see a push for xCloud to become the main way to get your games. Right. And then as a developer, I don't see why you wouldn't want your game on Stadia because there's no reason not to. I mean, it's just that paid. many more people that could purchase your game. Yeah. So there's another platform your game can and, go on And to. Google's hosting all of this. And I mean, they have all the servers to run all yeah. of these. So, oh, Dude, even that too. Fuck it. I mean, you know, releasing to the PC market, you can release on PC first. You can release on Stadia second easily. You know, and then you can go yeah. release for the SDKs for, um, you know, Xbox well, and, and, and PlayStation because they have such a unique set that you have to do for each version. The Stadia right. is just a PC build. Yeah, it's essentially a PC build, and, and it's just control streaming mapping. It. Yeah. Right. And so the it's only, huge. The only other thing I don't I, – I really want it to support Xbox controllers and PlayStation controllers because – I don't know how I'm going to feel about that Google controller in my hand because I, I feel like controllers are at a point. We've talked about this before as well, where a controller, a good controller is a good fucking controller. Whereas every single controller other than basically Xbox and PlayStation, like they're, they're usually shit. Yeah. This looks <laughs> and like I a... mean, Nintendo's pro controller is good too, but um, I, I'm curious to see how this controller actually feels and if it's a decent controller, but I mean, I, really, you're paying like, I guess the the Chromecast Ultra for the uh, the Stadia Founders Bundle would kind of negate the cost there. But you're, I mean, you're essentially paying like what forty, fifty bucks for that controller. Then after it's all said and done, after you take off the three months of Stadia bucks. and the Chromecast Ultra, and well, I mean, in the in the bundle. Oh yeah, yeah. With everything bundled yeah. together there, but the controllers come in yeah. like three colors too: clearly white. Um, I forget the name of it, but something black and then wasabi. And the controller looks like if you take a pro controller and an Xbox controller and you smash them together. Yeah, it looks a little different, but yeah, it'll be interesting. This is the thing, though, man. I mean, I think my okay, so before we move on to the next piece of news, I think it's gonna do good. I think this is a great platform. I think it's gonna do fantastic if they continue to manage this and if Google can actually manage a platform and continue to take it and continue to grow it somewhere, okay, and not throw so many feature creep stuff into it that ultimately just has people confused on how to use yeah. it. They just keep it simple and how to play a fucking game. I think this will do very well for them, very well. I am <laughs> I, I I thought it was kind of funny how they like completely just bypassed the whole I thought or the whole thing about uh YouTube gaming shutting down. Yeah. It's <laughs> just yeah. Not even gonna mention hey, it. We're so just gonna about all that skip right over stuff? that. Not gonna yeah. talk about it. Uh, so Stadia, yeah. <laughs> uh, good shit. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how all this goes, and especially with you know E three. I mean, literally right around the fucking corner at this point. It'll be interesting to see what Xbox brings and how they uh, combat what you know Stadia just talked about and what Google's trying to do here. So. So, we had a Pokemon Direct. Hell yeah, we did. And we saw our our first look into what Sword and Shield is going to be, I mean, really as a whole game here. Uh, so, first off, some of the new mechanics and features. Uh, the first one, which is a big one here, they really focused a lot on this. Uh, it's the Dynamax Phenomenon. Uh, so, Pokemon can grow 
gigantic and also get much stronger, sometimes even triggering additional effects with certain moves, depending on what moves the Pokemon knows and all that good stuff. Uh, so Pokemon can only Dynamax once per battle, and you may... <laughs> Sounds like Climax, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Your Pokemon can only Climax once per battle. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, you may Shoot! not be... You may not be able to Dynamax in every battle. (laughs) God damn it. It's not making it better. Uh, Your Pokemon may not climax every battle, but you still did good. Uh, (laughs) And trainers must possess a Dynamax band to Dynamax their Pokemon. (laughs) 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 Uh, You've ruined it for me, Jeff. Uh, I mean, it's either that or it's like they're on fucking roids. That's what it is. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Uh, So Pokemon gyms are now in large stadiums with spectators, and they will also be broadcast across the region. Um, Wild Area, which is something completely new to Pokemon, which is really, really cool. I'm really excited about this. Um, So the Wild Area is a large area that connects several different towns and cities, Uh, This is the best place to find many different types of Pokemon. Uh, Different factors will change what Pokemon you will find in the wild area, such as weather and the location. Uh, And this will be the only area where players can control the camera because it's a wide-ass, big fucking area instead of a route that we're used to in Pokemon games. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very much like a step in the direction of almost uh, Breath of the Wild in a way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it it really opens up the world, and it has this. It kind of reminds me of uh, Ocarina of Time when you're playing, and then it had Hyrule Field right there in the middle, and it's just a big open area. Mm-hmm. That that's what it reminds me of, as so far as it, to it's it. just something. Yeah, a step stone to you know a giant open world at some point. So uh, this is really really cool. Um, the next thing that they talked about was max raid battles. Uh, these are battles that have a player fight alongside three other trainers to fight a Dynamax Pokemon. Uh, some Pokemon can only be caught in max raid battles. Uh, you can connect with other players either locally or through Nintendo Switch Online, which good luck. Uh, support oh. trainers will automatically be added to the team if you are unable to connect with three other trainers. Uh, wild Pokemon... Uh, will be visible in the world. So kind of like uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Thank God. Uh, and they actually uh, will react differently depending on the nature of the Pokemon and what Pokemon in general it is. Uh, so they can either pursue the player or they can actually run away from you. So well, that's, things, that's different. Is there things that you do in the game that causes you to... Like if, I don't if know. you're if you're a bad if you it's made, like Fable where you get the horns and if everything. you've made bad decisions <laughs> like you know. If you've stolen something or something in a story tree, they run away from you because they can sense that you're a bad person. Or, like, if they know that you can, like, diddle, diddle their butthole and make them Dynamax. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 they'll, come run, no. they'll come running over. <laughs> oh, God, no. Like um, that slide Diglett comes over. <sighs> just looking to get it on. Looking God to get Dynamax, it. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I definitely don't know about the second part of that. Um, and in general, I don't I don't know if you even have enough options to create a different type of character, <laughs> good or bad. Uh, so anyway, before we talk about diddling Pokemon anymore, uh, the Rotom phone is making the a return. Rotom almost... phone? Yeah, the Rotom, Rotom phone. phone? R- not the screen. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> Who the fuck names this? I mean, I know it's going to be a great fucking game, but like, do they just say, uh, let's just the... fucking call these things ridiculous things because we know this game is going to be good? <laughs> it's, the, it's the same phone that was in uh, Sun and Moon. Jesus. It's already made an appearance. I'm sure the scrotum joke has been made, but yes, thank you for bringing it today. You're, you're welcome. Uh, but anyway, the Rotom. Rotom. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to say it. Ro- so it Rotom? Like a Tom Rotom. Tom? Uh, like like phone is making a return something. and will serve as a... Yeah. <laughs> uh, it will serve as a Pokedex and more uh, like attaching to the bike to make it move faster or even be able to travel across water. So I assume that is going to help replace HMs and do other things and you're just going to do it all through your scrotum phone. so the characters that have been announced so far uh the first one is leon he is the champion of the galar region and he has never been defeated in a official battle uh he is well liked both for his personality and skills as a trainer he is disliked because he has terrible taste in clothes and hairstyles they didn't say that but i said that Uh, hop he looks terrible i didn't didn't even notice you didn't catch that no yeah i i mean it's it's I didn't like him at all. Uh, So Hop, who is uh, Leon's younger brother, uh, he also is your rival throughout the game. So you guys start your journey at the same time. Normal Pokemon stuff there. Uh, The professor in this game is Professor Magnolia because you have to stick with tree names because that's what they do. Uh, The Pokemon professor of the Galar region, like I just said, uh, mainly focuses on Dynamax Phenomenon. There you go, Jeff. Uh, (laughs) And Sonya the granddaughter of Professor Magnolia and Leon's childhood friend. Uh, she also acts as Professor Magnolia's assistant. Yeah, what the fuck Did is you he find wearing? Him? I don't know. Looks like he's and got fucking goofy... popcorn all over his chest. <laughs> and he's got that goofy, like, the, the chin strap that stops in the middle. Oh, my of, God. Like, Wolverine I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's so bad. I hate it so much. Uh <laughs> So the and then they announced the legendary Pokemon for this game, uh, Zacian. Zacian's uh, attacks are so graceful that its movements captivate opponents, holding what appears to be a sword in its mouth. Zacian's uh, shining blade can cut through anything with majestic movements and what appears to be a shield covering its body. Uh, and then the next one is Zamazenta, and the only thing they had to say about Zamazenta is he can turn back any attack and overwhelm opponents that dare face it. No fucking um, so love. So you can see which one's the favorite Zamazenta. one. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> And then uh, the rest of this, I'm going to let you take over for the the last half of this. Before before I get into Starry Pokemon stuff, do you like these legendaries? Like, I mean, the shield no. one seems like a big cop-out to me. He looks like a fucking ch- a chalice with seems, legs. The, the shield one seems like a cop-out. The other one's a fucking wolf with a sword in his mouth, This man. is true enough. This is true. <laughs> People have, He's got cool Have wings, you seen though? all the memes? Have you seen all the memes where they're like they'll find a picture of a dog holding like a steak knife in its mouth? 
<laughs> and then the other one's a dog with the cone of shame on it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I did. I love it. I don't know. Um, out of ideas, I don't care dude. for him. Honestly, I was planning on getting sword. Um, but after seeing the designs, I actually like the shield design better than I do the sword design. You like it? Just a big wall, a dog with a fucking I mean, wall on its face. The other one's a dog with a fucking big ass butter knife in its mouth. So. That's true. There seems to be no edge on the sword <laughs> and it seems to have little jewels in it. Yeah. I don't know. Huh? Very interesting. Uh, cool. Starter Pokemon info. Grookey, my boy, uh, so his categories is chimp Pokemon, type is grass, height, he's a foot tall, adorable, uh, weight is about 11 pounds, so you could fucking punt that thing, and uh, its, ability <laughs> is over, its ability is overgrow. Uh, apparently the stick that Grookey holds, originally from the forest where groups of Grookey live, is imbued with special powers after being exposed to the energy within Grookey's body. AKA <laughs> when after I eat Chipotle, uh, it's green fur creates energy from sunlight. And when Grookey drums with its stick near wilted flowers and leaves, they regain their color. So that's kind of neat. Uh, score bunny. Uh, it's category is a rabbit Pokemon. It's type is fire. It's height is also one foot and it's weight is 9.9 pounds. So you could fucking throw this one. Uh, its ability is blaze. <laughs> Score Bunny uses its powerful legs to confuse and disorient its opponents by running and jumping around them. Uh, because the soles of its feet can become very hot, Score Bunny's kick can burn and damage opponents too. Uh, with a sack in its chest, otherwise known as a tumor, uh, containing viscous <laughs> fire energy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Score Bunny can increase its heart rate and body temperature by running around. Uh, this awakens the true power of its fire energy and greatly increases its physical abilities. Uh, and then we've got the Internet's favorite creature, uh, Sobble. Its category is Water Lizard Pokemon. Uh, its type is Water. Uh, the height also one foot. They got real creative here. It's, They're all one foot tall. And its weight is 8.8 .8 pounds. So not only could you throw this and or punt this, you could probably flick this thing. Uh, its ability is Torrent. Uh, apparently, when Sable touches water, its body changes its pattern and color, otherwise known as hypothermia, uh, allowing it to blend into its surroundings. A rather timid Pokemon, Sable will secrete the water within its body like sweat and disappear into its surroundings. Disgusting. Uh, when nervous or embarrassed, apparently they'll do this, um, with tears that are as potent as a hundred onions... Saba will start to Fuck. bawl if it feels threatened, <laughs> spreading its tears its around the area <laughs> and causing everyone around it to start crying uncontrollably. Saba will then use this distraction as a chance to escape. So, essentially... Saba's a bitch! <laughs> so, here's my thought on this. It's anal glands are in its eyes. Yes. You know yes. when you go... That's what you know I when you have to go take like some dogs and you get their buttholes squeezed? Yes. Get that anal juice out. <laughs> the the big dog that appears in the back of the video all the time laying right over here on the couch. Yeah, she's got that problem. Fuck. Sometimes. This is what's it's in Sobble's terrible. eyes. It's awful. Anal glands in your eyes. Good God. Um, other Pokemon that were announced. Uh, Gossifleur, which is a flower, flowering Pokemon grass type. Uh, Eldgoss, which is a cotton bloom Pokemon 
slash grass type, which is Gossifler's evolution, which I thought we already had like cotton, like a stick of cotton. Oh yeah, we've done that. We've been there, done that. Um, we're out of ideas. Best Jeff. fucking name, Wooloo. Uh, sheep Pokemon. It's a normal type. Uh, Corviknight. It straight up looks like a fucking sheep. Yeah, but it's got two little braids that come down. I mean, it's, just it's a fucking it's sheep. A sheep. We're moving on to real animals now. Um, <laughs> Corviknight, which is a Raven Pokemon. It's a Flying and Steel type, and Dredna, which is a Bite Pokemon, a Water and Rock type. Water and Rock type. Can we talk about how fucking broken that is right now? Uh, sure. That's pretty bad. Water and rock, man. Uh, I mean, nah, bro. They, they, yeah, that one's pretty rough. Dreadnaw. Dreadnaw. Yeah, Dreadnaw is pretty cool. He's like a fucking turtle. Corviknight was my favorite. So- that I thing mean, looks everyone's badass. just gonna play Sobble and cry onion tears. <laughs> I'm not playing Sobble. Grookey. I mean, still my I man. Think it's just ridiculous. I, I don't. Yes. I mean, Sobble is everything that we wanted and everything we shouldn't have had. Um, <laughs> apparently, also, the games will be announced. Or, sorry, the games will be fucking announced. They're already announced. The games will be releasing on November 5th. So, uh, that's pretty soon. I think that was 15th. That might have been a typo 15th? on my part. Let me okay. double check. Shit. Sorry. Shit. Sorry. Shit. Shit. Stall. Stall. <laughs> Stall. Start crying. Start crying <laughs> ass tears. Good God. Is it November 15th oh, or 5th? No. You got it? No. Oh, wow. I'm this is hard-hitting it's... journalism. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not every – not every fo- – yeah, November 15th. Okay, November 15th. Not, November not every 5th. article puts it right up front <laughs> in the fucking title. Show up, show up November 5th and look like a fucking idiot. Uh, get it November 15th, though. Um, that's pretty – I mean, that's soon. That's pretty close. This game's yeah. gonna do bonkers, dude. Oh, absolutely. This, good, it's this gonna is do gonna make unreal. every other developer cry ass tears. Yeah, just like Sobble. Disgusting. Um, aside from that, what did you think of the graphics? I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, I thought it looked very similar to uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, but a little crisper. I thought it looked a little better, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think it looks I, good. It'll be interesting to see what it looks like handheld versus, uh, you know, docked. Um, no, that's but, true. Because every time because there's show, always it's like that. It's got like no. 3ds syndrome where they blow it up and it's like all jagged, and you're like, well, it actually looks a lot nicer on the 3ds because of the screen size. See, I a lot of games actually lose their quality because you're limited to like uh I think it's 720 when you're handheld. Yep. So you actually get a lot better picture when you're when you're uh playing docked. Um but yeah, it'll be interesting cuz like Breath of the Wild, I honestly I played almost the whole damn game uh handheld and I didn't I I never had any I issues with it. I thought play it was great. Switch handheld. Uh, dude, be you'd be surprised. I think it's split pretty even. Really? A lot of people won't play handheld, huh. which to me, that's, that's the pretty much the whole it. purpose yeah, of, the game, of the system. I, I, do you think they'll I do put that? it on the dock to charge it. Do you think they'll do that eventually? You just buy a dock? Like, well, not yeah. a dock. You buy like um, just a box. That's been my prediction for a while. And they just get rid of the whole Joy-Con stuff. Well, I guess you can still get Joy-Cons and just a holder for them because it would still yeah. use motion control. Yeah, you could still use them as a controller, but very interesting. Well, guys, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, this podcast 
takes time and effort to create. If you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash diggity podcast. Uh, if you want, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We can't force you, unfortunately, but you know, if you want to, go follow us. Uh, <laughs> at diggity podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, YouTube channel is diggity. Uh, we'll be doing live streams for the Microsoft press conference as well as a bunch of React videos and stuff like that as we watch the other conferences together. Um, so stay tuned to our YouTube channel and you'll be able to watch the stuff with us and have super fun time. Super fun time. Super fun time. Super fun time. Um, I am available on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff Brody. Your gamer tag? Luscious Brody. And on PlayStation, Wolverine's cousin. Hell yeah. Uh, guys, leave us a review. Helps us out a ton. Does two things. One, gets us noticed on platforms. Platforms like iTunes, um, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. When you listen to a podcast, it's one thing. When you leave a review or a comment or you follow us, it helps us get noticed a little bit more on those platforms. So if you could do that, that'd be awesome. Uh, and the second part of it, too, is when you leave comments like on YouTube videos and other things, uh, we take it um, we take it to heart every single time. We get real upset every about time. it and cry ass tears. Um, no, we uh, we look forward to your feedback, and uh, it's what helps us make the show better each and every single week, um, as well as our videos. So please leave some feedback, and please leave a review if you can. be greatly appreciated. And until next time, guys, we will see you for our live streams starting on Sunday. See ya! Sunday, Sunday!